Erwin Martin, business advocate with the Von Gehr Consulting Group. Today's class is going to be about freeing your mind for great planning. What goes into a great planning session? Well, first, it kind of depends on what you're planning. Are you planning a business? Are you planning a product launch? Or are you planning a marketing effort? Regardless of what you're planning, there are some common denominators amongst all three things. First, you got to have goals. You have to know where you're going so you can plan to get there. Two, you've got to have some tactics already in place for your business. You have to know what you do very well, as well as your competition does very well to achieve their goals. And third, you've got to have some metrics. You have to have some measuring milestones in place to make sure that you're getting towards your goal. If we're planning to trip from, say, Connecticut to Seattle, we know we want to get to Seattle. We got to know if we're on track if we're at Chicago within a day or an hour or whatever. So you have to have some metrics. And lastly, you have to have the ability to perform strong execution for your plan. You can do a lot of great planning. You can do some of the best made plans that are out there. I mean, some great looking charts. But if you don't execute them, that means, well, nothing. So what else goes into great planning? Well, it's interesting. You know, all plans really kind of start out the same. They have an end in mind, which we talked about, having goals. And more importantly, they have an uninhibited process. So it starts with a storm. Some people call it brainstorming, but it's really just a storm with no limitations, with supreme power that have no exorcisms. And what I mean by that is that, that I mean everything, the good, the bad, the angel ideas and the demons are thrown against the wall to see what sticks. And there are no sacred cows. To have a great planning session, you cannot get stuck in that mentality of, well, we've never done it here, so we can't know how to do it. That non-invented here mentality can really restrict the ability for you to exploit some opportunities out there in your market space. And it has as its source, freedom, fluidity, input, and exploration. So when you're going through this planning process, you're gonna have the freedom to really kind of go down any rabbit hole you want. It's gotta be a fluid process. So it's gotta be allowed to kind of go with the flow of where the energy is at and it allows input from many different sources. And again, going back and exploring those other areas, those quote unquote sacred cows, etc., to find out if you're really on the right path. So let's talk about brainstorming. Let's say we we're gonna plan for success and we wanna just throw out ideas as definitions, what is success? It's wealth, power, freedom, influence, access, flowers, customers, flowers, followers, what am I talking about? Investment, demands, leadership, corner office, boardroom. You get the idea. There's a lot of stuff out there that can be part of the definitions of success for a lot of different people. Now, after you have those success all written up there, you wanna break them down into some similar groups. The same thing if you're um, doing any sort of business planning, you're brainstorming ideas, you wanna break them down in different groups. We're gonna focus on two specific groups, our customer experience of the success with our product, as well as the tactics we're gonna get them to get to the field of that success. So we kind of circle out which two groups that we really like, and then we're gonna get rid of the other ones. And so the one on the left, we're gonna name customer experience, and the one on the right, we're gonna name tactics. The whole idea is for people to have a successful experience with our product. Now, what we wanna do with that is we wanna lay out now a linear time frame to get to that goal of success. And it only has one direction that we're going to. There are a lot of tactics that can be used in there, but it's one direction towards that goal of success. So we wanna set some metrics out. 
Well, one of the metrics we want to have is a perceived leadership within the market sphere of what we're working in from our customer base. So we erase that off there. We're going to use that again. And we've laid down our milestone. Now, there's some tactics we're going to put in there to get to that leadership goal. We have some promotion. We want to build a follower base that perceives us to be a leader. We want to build some exclusive clubs and some put some tickets for some specific ideas out there to really garner up those followers so that they buy into our leadership within the market space. Now we want to have power. That's our next milestone that we want to get to that, that level of success. So we want to take the leadership that we have and now exercise that in a powerful stance within the marketplace. So we're laying out um, our next uh, milestone. And now to have power, we have to have leadership, which means we have to have influence with our followers. We have to have the ability to promote now, have our followers promote us and have access to areas of the market space we didn't have before to get the power that we seek to wage our influence. And then that influence is going to get us even more access. Our customers are going to experience a first class mentality with us. We're going to be asked to be a part of their advisory boards or part of their boardrooms and there are also people who are going to see us as having a, a taste mentality in the sense that we've got taste because we've got that power you're choosing us because you want to show everybody else that you have taste in our product and that will lead to our next milestone which gets us to success now this is kind of a very broad esoteric sort of way of planning but it works the same way if you're launching a widget if you're launching a car if you're launching an ipod if you're launching whatever You've got some milestones that you want to hit. You've got some tactics to get you to those milestones, to get you to your end goal. In this case, for us, is success. Now, we've got our plan. We can say, that's great. Let's go out there and run with it. But we've got to be able to explore with our plan what are some fallbacks and some drawbacks. So we take our plan and we seek the input of a lot of different cultures within our organization, maybe across our customer base, maybe just across uh, our friends. What makes some of the most innovative people different from anybody else is that they seek a lot of input from varying ideas. They don't go back to the same well, they go to varying different backgrounds to see what the experience would be with that customer base of their idea. So let's take for instance, I'm an Apple freak, uh, you may be a PC, but let's take for instance Steve Jobs. A lot of his products out there have very few buttons. Steve doesn't like to have buttons on his products. He's a, he's a non-button guy. But they also have to have some practicality to them. So he goes out and explores in different market spaces whether and gets feedback, is this product going to work for them? Is it innovative enough for them that they're going to spend some top dollar where they can get a different version from a PC maker or from a different cell phone manufacturer, etc. So seeking input from varying ideas is incredibly important. So don't be afraid. If your idea you know, doesn't get a, a warm welcome, doesn't mean it's a bad idea. Maybe that you didn't articulate it well, or maybe that that culture doesn't understand where you're trying to get with that idea. Now, you got your feedback from, from people you've talked to. You've got to constantly test your plan against the reality. So in the military, you used to call this wargaming. You wargame your plan. What's the enemy going to do against my plan? Same thing when you introduce a plan into the marketplace, whatever it may be, a product launch, business plan, or sales plan. So we're talking about having that leadership and getting that leadership in the market space. We've got to test our promotion. We've got to test who our followers want to be, our first core adopters, the type of clubs we want to set up for them to make them feel very unique, and the type of tickets or freebies we want to give away so that they maintain their followership with us to establish that leadership. When we have that leadership, 
do does that then turn into greater influence from our from our early adopters to promote to our that middle core of the hump and the curve um as well as other followers and, and additional access. If we can't get past that gap from the initial launch to the main core, we're not gonna have power within our marketplace, which means we won't have access to those boardrooms, we won't have the ability to really deliver a first class experience for a lot of customers, and we won't be seen as a taste choice by our more uh, brand conscious customers because we did not uh, cross that uh, chasm that exists when you actually do a launch. And we'll talk about that in a different um, class and then if we don't aren't able to test that then we of course won't get to our success so for the recap you've got to have open planning no sacred cows no limits no exercises no exorcisms of the demons you got to really allow for a fluidity of flow during the brainstorming session to get a lot of really great ideas and be willing to explore those ideas as far as they go to your overall idea overall plan Plans have got to start out with a goal in mind. You know where you have to want to go before you start planning. Otherwise, you're groping around in the dark and you're going to be lost. Be willing to discuss with a lot of varying cultural backgrounds and experiences to understand whether or not your plan or your idea is going to work. And then test, 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 test your plan to look for feedback of what's, what would work and what doesn't work in the current and possibly even new market space. That's it for me today. Thank you very much for your time. You can follow us online at vongairconsulting.com. Yes, you can also follow us on Twitter at vongaircg. And of course, you know, we got a fan page, vongaircg lions. And if you don't want to follow us there, well, we are on a number of other different social sites as well. Have a 